This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here's Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Good morning, Mainers. Welcome to another show of The Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, along with my co-host, whom I've missed over the holiday break, Tony Shore. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. Uh, just great to be here and talking to you, Craig. I love doing the show with you each week. You know that. I do. I do. <laughs> well, anyway, I wanted to start things off today by thanking everybody for tuning in. Thanks for listening to our shows on an ongoing basis. We're looking forward to a great 2018 and we're going to be bringing up a lot of great topics this year that hopefully you can use and utilize in your lives. And for this particular show, uh, we're going to be addressing ways to deal with an unstable market. And I know people out there might be thinking the market really isn't unstable. It just keeps going up, but we're going to talk about it. What happens when it comes about and how to effectively handle it, you know, Market volatility comes and goes, but it's never gone forever. So even though it may seem like it's gone right now, um, it's bound to come back at some point. I guess possibility but, it could but, it could never come back, but yeah. And but uh, even you know certain aspects of your portfolio tomorrow could take significant drops. Now they might go right back up. Yeah. Uh, we say the market keeps going up and up, but there are drops. Certain days, certain uh, stocks, and certain investments do drop quite a bit. And a lot of people are worried because the overall market has kept going up that we're going to see a really big drop, like a bear market, um, like a significant drop, like 2008. So yeah. I think it's good to be ready. And obviously, this ties into how your money is allocated and how much you need in growth. So I think it's a great topic and I think it's very timely. So I'm excited about talking about this. I mean, unstable markets are something we always have to deal with. And even though 2017 was a good year, markets kept going up. We're in 2018, things constantly change. We'll see, you know, once the new uh, tax plan hits, you know, by the end of the year, we could be looking at a different situation this year. Right. Absolutely. I've, it's like uh, you said about being prepared. I think people really need to be prepared, be Preppers, you know how the preppers prepare for the end of days while you want to prepare for those volatile ups and downs in the market and look at staying disciplined through that, you know, make the right investment decisions to help you deal with any market volatility you might face or your your family's finances might face. So it's great to be prepared for any scenario that might come to uh, come along. Well, yeah. And, and this is a good conversation to have because the market, as always, has been receiving a lot of attention lately. Yeah, the stock market, it really has. I mean, I don't I don't know what it is. It seems like it should have taken a dip already. I mean, there are people saying coming in 2018, there should be a little bit of a correction. But then, as you said, you know, with the taxes and the tax situation changing, perhaps it won't. You know, it might continue to keep going up, but it's still, 
still seems a little scary to me. It's kind of like when you let go of that balloon up in the air, the helium balloon, it keeps going up and you're so excited to see, see it keep going up and up and up and you think it's going to go forever. And finally it, it either pops or it ends up being out of sight. So a little bit uh, delusional in the fact that we think it can go on forever up into the stratosphere. And I don't think that's really uh, practical in thinking that way, but you know, it'll be of little comfort to know that, you know, you're not alone and, this is not the first time for any market swings that are happening. And in fact, you know, market experts actually have a measure of how scary the market might seem. It's kind of funny, <laughs> kind of funny. We have like a fear yeah. gauge and it measures expected market volatility. There's actually people out there that are able to uh, invest in that sort of stuff. So, so what the fear gauge, what is that? Well, it's, uh, that's just what I call it. What a bunch of people call it. Fear gauge. It's actually a market index called the volatility index or the VIX, the VIX. Um, and like I was saying, it's a tradable option on the uh, Chicago Board of Trade, and it's based on how much the S&P 500 is expected to fluctuate like over the next 12 months. So the more traders expect the market to fluctuate, the higher the price of the VIX will climb. So something to uh, definitely keep your eye on. And that's a good way to gauge on when you should be in and out of the market sometimes. Not for everybody, but a lot of people keep their eye close to that. Yeah. Well, I know they do. And uh, wow, that's interesting. So how do you help your clients deal with this, with volatility or the fear gauge? Well, many of the, you know, the prospects or clients or um, just general people that I'm talking to, you know, around town or whatnot, I, I meet up with them and they have assets in the market, though they're not directly in the volatility index. So they're subject to the ups and downs that we were talking about, which makes the VIX, the fear gauge, along with other economic indicators, something I keep a close eye on. Everyone gets into the market for different reasons, um, but they should be aware of that volatility and what sometimes makes the market swing. So, you know, it's, it's because they were saving for retirement that they got into this whole, you know, stock market game, if you will, and they needed to grow enough to endure the market swings and corrections and get to and through their retirement. Um, other times they were in the market because it was, uh, you know, what they'd always done or what they knew or, what, what they had heard people do and just figured, Hey, that's the best way that I can make money. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. Right. And, uh, that, that makes sense. And I think that's very helpful. Now, um, you work with folks, uh, and help them allocate their assets. And when I say allocate their assets, maybe that's, uh, you know, um, people are like, well, what does he really mean by that? So when, when you talk about allocating assets and helping people do that, what, what are you actually talking about? Um, well, I guess kind of like the color of money is a good way to think of allocating your assets. The color of money is a helpful sure. way, you know, to categorize things. It makes it easy for people to understand. And if you can break it down, you know, kind of put the cookie jar where everybody can reach it, so to speak. You know, we have a, a basic scenario that breaks it down into three colors and it's red money, yellow money and green money. So red money, you know, those are the investments that are, that have potentially higher returns they're not guaranteed and they carry varying levels of risk, but usually it's a more aggressive opportunity for growth, um, more risk that you're inherently taking on. And you want to proceed with caution with these investments and know exactly what you're getting in. An example of red money obviously would be stocks. And then you have the yellow money and those assets may be safer, but still need to be examined with caution because they're still, you know, susceptible to market swings and the growth potential may be less than red money. So your swings are, you know, your up and down that you're riding is less, but you still have the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And an example of yellow money would uh, include like real estate. We also are a big, huge, 
swinging real estate in 2008. Uh, variable annuities, that's another one. Mutual funds, obviously, most people are very familiar with that, or at least very familiar in the fact that they're in their 401ks or IRAs or whatnot, and then bonds and some stock. So yellow money is kind of like the middle of the road. And then you have the green money, which is the last um, kind of way that we categorize our assets. And these assets are designed to have principal protection. Um, they mostly provide safety. You know, your growth potential is less than if you had red or yellow money, but you know, you can also like, I guess, move through retirement a little bit more comfortably knowing your assets are potentially more safe and available to provide that income stream. And you and I talked about that a lot, Tony is setting up people in their retirement years for a lifetime income that they can't outlive. And an example of a green money would be like government bonds, CDs, savings, money market accounts, and cash. And you and I know some of those aren't really going to help push you through retirement because you're going to, going to get eaten away by, you know, inflation and stuff like that. So, um, it's really important to plan your income, make sure it's high enough above what you really need on a monthly basis to go through your retirement. So that way you can kind of uh, be a little bit ahead of the inflation factor. Right. Uh, and staying ahead of that is hugely important. Well, we're out of time for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we take a quick break here? I always do, Tony. Uh, I just want to say that preparing for retirement, whether it's you know, understanding your social security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking. If you want some more guidance on that, a little bit more help, or even sit down with us face to face and get a one-on-one -on -one, uh, complimentary consultation, we'd be more than happy to do that. Um, you can visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.org, or you can call my office, 855-MAKE-SENSE. That's 855-625-3736. You'll receive, even if you don't meet face-to-face -face with us, you'll receive a complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for retirement and the retirement you've worked so hard for. And with our retirement income toolkit, you can get the information you need uh, to help secure that retirement, like I talked about, put it into some income strategies. And the toolkit's dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions. Like I always say, build a retirement on a solid foundation that'll stand the test of time. All right. Well, that sounds fantastic. What's that phone number one more time? Yep. Phone number is 855-MAKE-SENSE, and it's sense with an S. All right. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for that. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Craig Dixon here on The Main Money Show right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group by visiting theinvestmentexecutives.org or calling us at 855-MAKE-SENSE. Welcome back to The Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, along with our awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in now, the title of our show is Dealing with an Unstable Market. In the last segment, we covered the fear gauge, um, which you know measures expected market volatility. It's called the VIX, V-I-X. And the color of money, which is used to help people allocate their assets, which are broken down into three groups. I talked about red, yellow, and green. Red for the, uh, you know, the money you want to have 
the most exposure to the stock market. It can fluctuate a lot. It can ebb and flow a lot. Yellow money sure. is, you know, cohesive strategy behind that. And it's implemented by a professional and, and it can help kind of solidify and ride out the bad times. And then your green money is the stuff that's going to be there. And I think, I think in some previous shows, I called it mailbox money. It's, you know, something that's creating an income for you for life that just comes in month after month that takes care of those monthly obligations. Yeah. You covered a lot already. So what should we do to prepare ourselves for a volatile market? We know it's coming. Uh, what do we do? Well, first, uh, you know, begin by creating an investment strategy. If you haven't done that, you should be doing that. Should be looking into that. Whether you do it on your own or with a you know, financial professional, you should get started. If you want to, you know, start off on your own, have it set up and then kind of go to the financial pro and have them kind of break it apart and see what's good, what's bad about it. That's always a good opportunity too. Um, but an investment strategy is basically defined as a set of rules, behaviors, or procedures that guide an investor to select the appropriate investment portfolio that best fits them in their specific situation. And I always say no two investors are alike, um, just like our fingerprints. We're all different. Every investment scenario is different for each person. It's, it's important to understand your specific needs and goals for retirement and have an investment portfolio tailored to your objectives risk tolerance and time horizon. And I, I always talk about, uh, you know, when we go in to buy clothes, we're not buying a small shirt if we need an extra large, you know what I mean? We're not, uh, not getting something, you know, we don't need or don't want. And I think that happens a lot of time where, um, sometimes in the sales process, it's a product that's sold that isn't necessarily perfect. And it, and that's why I go back to, you know, it needs to be tailored. And it needs to be something that really fits you really well and that most importantly, you're comfortable in. I, I don't think you should be set up in some type of portfolio that the general public is using, but you're totally skittish about it and not really liking the idea of being in the position you're in. So it's something to consider when when doing that. And some, some clients are thrown, like I said, into arbitrary categories and don't receive the portfolio that they should have to meet their goals. And that's just the the shirt that isn't fitting. And with any investment strategy, always keep in mind that you can get drawn in emotionally. And I think that's the biggest thing that impacts people. They, they do it based on emotion rather than going back to what I was talking about earlier with the investment strategy, having that in, having that written down. If you have something written down, kind of like your goals, you know that you can adhere to those, to those goals or at least better follow them. And I, I remember somebody saying, you know, if you don't have a goal written down, it's just a wish. And if you don't have your retirement investment strategy yeah. written down, it's just a wish. It's the same thing. So, you know, having the the foreknowledge to be ready for a volatile market with a tailored investment strategy can help with making sure you make the right decisions for your future, not somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I, I like that. If you don't write down a goal, it's just a wish. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Well, how can the, you talked earlier about the color of money? How can that help with creating an investment strategy then since you're, you're saying an investment strategy is so important and we need that to deal with the market. Uh, how do you utilize the color of money for that? Well, as, uh, as I was talking about earlier in the show, the color of money helps you organize your assets in the market. Three easy to remember categories. Um, you know, most people spend the majority of their working years trying to build their retirement nest egg. And while many people focus on how to accumulate a retirement nest egg, you know, a lot of times they don't, uh, they don't think about where their retirement assets should be invested and accumulating a retirement nest egg is 
most certainly important. And I, I feel like in some cases it may just be as important to have your money and assets that represent the risk of safety that my clients want. So, um, you know, this is where the color of money system, if you will, comes into play. And our firm has put together a simple way that showcases the benefits of red, yellow, and green. Um, you can think of it every time you're at a traffic light. <laughs> it's that simple. So, yeah. you know, as, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, each color has a unique benefit and unique feature and a properly colored asset allocation can help to provide my clients, even people that aren't my clients. If you just think of your money that way, it can help provide them, you know, with the retirement they want. Right. Uh, and that's huge right there. Well, how do you help clients allocate their assets then to achieve those retirement goals? Well, no, no matter how challenged or successful someone has been financially, there are always unanswered questions or concerns people have. They also have questions like how much risk, how much safety, and you know, how much is right. Retirement is a pretty big life event. One of, one of the biggest besides probably birth and death. <laughs> you know, and pizza and pi Oh, I forgot about that. I got to add that one in pizza. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Mm -hmm. So I guess it needs to be taken seriously if it's not being taken seriously or more seriously. If you're, if you're not totally in, into the process, you know, and I, I want to help my clients understand what options are available to them to help them meet their goals. And it's important to note that everyone's situation is a little different. Going back to the fingerprint thing, I pride myself on giving each of my clients the personalized service they deserve, which can help determine the right amount of risk for them. And while each person's particular situation varies, there are some concepts like the color of money that can help them achieve their retirement goals and that pretty much all of my clients can adhere to in some way. Well, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take another quick break here? Yes, sir. Our goal at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have reliable income during retirement as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones if they so choose. And to help with this process, just visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.org, or call my office, 855-MAKE-SENSE, and receive what I was talking about earlier, the complimentary retirement income toolkit, whether you meet with us or not. The foundation to our retirement income toolkit is broken down into four sections, income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. As you use these tools, just remember that everyone could use a little help from time to time from a professional while planning for your retirement. And I'd be more than happy to help. And as I've said, come in, sit me down for an interview and see if I'm the right financial professional for you. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.org. And welcome back to our last segment for this episode of The Main Money Show with our amazing host, Craig Dixon. And Craig, in the last couple of segments, you've been talking about uh, market volatility and proper asset allocations, making sure you don't have too much at risk, yet have some growth. You talked about the color of money 
Uh, it breaks down into, into groups of red, yellow, and green. Red, of course, is more exposed to risk and fluctuates with the market, whereas green money is typically more safe and dependable. Now, um, and then, of course, you touched on preparing for that volatile market by having an investment strategy. So, uh, talking about risk, tell us more about how people can determine what their own risk tolerance is. Well, I want to make sure that the listeners know that determining the amount of risk that is right for you, each and every one of you listening out there, depends on your specific situation. You know, it starts by examining your particular financial position. Everybody's different. Everybody has different assets in different allocations, different locations, different companies. Um, they may have a 401k, a simple, a SEP, regular IRAs, Roth IRAs. It's all very different, each portfolio, each person I sit down with. But there are three questions that are good for you to ask yourself when determining the amount of risk you should take. The first is, when do you want to retire? That's one of those things you should be writing down, one of those uh, goals, so to speak. Um, otherwise, it's just a wish. So write that down. When do you want to retire? Both your age and your timeline for meeting specific goals should be considered when evaluating your tolerance for risk. If you are young or very young and have a long time to meet your goals, you may have a higher risk tolerance than someone who's nearing retirement and counting on a steady investment income to last for many decades through their retirement. Other factors that determine your ability for risk are your personality, which is a huge one for me. I see a lot of times people in a risky portfolio um, that shouldn't be there. They're they're just very scared of the downswing in the market. They shouldn't be in that position. And even though they might have en enough years to work with, they should be more conservative so they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to get anxious about it. You should never be uncomfortable. Again, going back to the, the right-fitting shirt, you should never be uncomfortable with your portfolio. You should know going into it. Um, look at you know life experiences and your current financial situation. That's also a huge factor. Uh, there is high-risk tolerance. So those investors can tolerate the short-term volatility of riskier investments like the stocks uh, because we because of the um, superior long-term returns those investments typically provide. They're a good high-risk option, but again, go back to your personality. Can you handle that? Medium risk tolerance. These investors typically have an uh, even mix of investments that will likely grow in value, such as stocks, which provide higher risk, and they throw in some bonds, which provide lower risk. So it gives them a balance. And instead of the huge swings in the market, they're able to have little waves instead of those big crashing Hawaiian surfing waves. Um, low risk tolerance. The investors are conservative and typically will put their money in lower risk investments that will provide a steady stream of income without the prospect of high returns over time. So that, again, is the, the products that are going to create a uh, lifetime income for you or the mailbox money. Well, and that's important to know. I'm glad you went over those different levels and where we might each be at. So what's the second question we need to ask ourselves to determine our risk tolerance? So the next question is, what are your financial goals at retirement? What happens when the uh, income that you're getting from your job shuts off and you have to turn on the spigots, so to speak, of uh, all the portfolios you've created? You know, your particular financial goal or magic number will also play a part in your ability to take on risk. For example, if the level of risk you're comfortable with manages your investments at a 4% return and you need to realize an 8% return, your income needs aren't going to be met because when you need to rely on your investments for the retirement income, it's not going to be, there's not going to be enough. It's not going to fill that income gap in retirement. 
So you might need to look at other options that offer a higher growth potential. However, this could be coupled with the possibility of greater losses. So weigh those options out and come up with a middle of the road or um, to counteract that lower return, it could just mean putting more money in your portfolio uh, to boost up that total dollar amount. And so finally, what's the third question we need to be asking ourselves to determine the type of risk we can take on? So the last question, uh, you know, what's your ability to handle a financial loss? Your emotional ability to handle a financial loss is an important factor. And like I said, I think it's, it might be the most important factor if you're not comfortable with what you're doing. And if you're likely to pull all of your money out of an investment due to a dip in performance and then get back in when the market performs well, you most likely have a low risk tolerance and it's just backwards of what you should be doing. When the market takes a dip is not the time to sell out of your portfolio. It's actually the time to look at purchasing more at lower cost. Uh, many people do this backwards and it's unfortunate, but they get fearful and they think the uh, end of the stock market as it is, is coming to an end and that it'll never regain its uh, previous stature. So something to consider there is when the market's going down to actually look at purchasing assets. So discussing your goals and risk tolerance with a financial advisor is going to help you determine the ideal path and process to utilize in reaching your retirement goals. And with careful planning and consideration of your needs, you'll be in a better position to weather the storm, to get through it, to have a uh, portfolio that's comfortable for you. Yeah. And, and that's important. So what tips or resources can you provide us with then, Craig, to avoid making the wrong decisions uh, when we are answering these questions and when we face the market? Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> you know, there's going to be times you're going to question your long-term financial plans when facing that volatile market and be tempted to rearrange your portfolio. Like I, like I just said, sell out at the wrong time. Just you got to go back to your written goals, your written uh, investment procedure, the protocol, and look at that and and force yourself to stay the course is the best advice I can give you. Just keep in mind that volatility, it's, it's a natural part of investing. I mean, geez, they, they have the VIX. They have, a, <laughs> they have an index that actually indicates it. So it's pretty normal. It's an ongoing process. And when you're facing a challenging market, you know, it might be beneficial to stay invested. Like I talked about, this is because you never know when the market will experience its best trading days and you don't want to miss out. Um, it's, it's good to consider investing for the long run. If you have enough of a long run to go, a uh, study conducted by Dalbar showed that the longer one held on to their investments, the better their return. And that was the, uh, Dalbar quantitative analysis of investor behavior in 2012. I know it was a, a few years ago, but it's, it's pretty poignant and it's pretty valuable. Uh, even today. And, you know, it, it, it suggested that people should diversify their portfolio, but you should keep in mind that the asset diversification doesn't guarantee a profit or protect against loss. There's always that underlying risk. Never underestimate the benefits of long-term investing. It takes discipline to stay on track with your long-term investment goals and not make rash decisions when the market's in flux and go back and write that stuff down, write down your goals, write down your process, write down your procedure and adhere to those don't get emotional about it. And lastly, finding a financial professional you can trust to help you make the best decision for you and your family, that's uh, extremely, extremely important. And your financial professionals understand your goals and dreams of having a prosperous retirement and is better prepared to keep you on task. And uh, I always go back to what my wife says, whenever whenever somebody does something perhaps that you don't like, it's what's their intention. And I, I just 
can't for the life of me imagine that there's any financial advisor out there that would have a bad intention to help you lose money. They wa- they want to make you money. They want to make you feel good about your retirement portfolio. They want to put you in a better position for retirement. It helps them maintain you as a client. Um, it helps them create a relationship throughout many years and hopefully puts you in a good position where you actually refer additional clients to the financial advisor. So what's the intent? And I believe the intent is always uh, good in regards to the financial professional. Yeah. Well, you know what? Great advice. Our time is up here, though. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, they can visit the website, theinvestmentexecutives.org, or they can call uh, my toll-free number, 855-MAKES-SENSE. That's 855-625-3736. You can pick up your retirement income toolkit. You can request a one-on-one personal complimentary consultation, and we'd love to have the opportunity to sit down with you and earn your business. Awesome. Well, that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.org. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA SIPC. Gradient Securities, LLC, and SEC registered in Investment Advisory offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Investment Executives, Inc. Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and Investment Executives, Inc. are not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Craig Dixon and Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.